listening live to Right Side Radio with Phil Williams. It's hard to go wrong when you're on the right side. Right Side Radio, solid, conservative, and just plain right. Alabama's syndicated news talk leader, Right Side Radio. Phil Williams here live in the Right Side studios. Man, we got the local, the state, the national, sometimes the international. We cover down on all the issues, and like the dude just said, solid, conservative, and just plain right. Well, welcome to a beautiful spring Monday. Happy Monday to you, Boomer. Oh, thank you. I needed a happy Monday today. <laughs> it's a good Monday. It is a good Monday. I mean, like, the, the temperatures are extremely moderate, like high in the 50s. Yeah. And, I, I kind of like that. And the, all the trees, though, are budding out. I mean, looking out the windows here at the studio, it just it looks like spring. So, yeah. yeah. It does. Looks like spring. Sort of feels like spring. <laughs> it ain't raining. That, that I'm happy about that. That's a good let's, Monday. Let's take that. I like it. I like it a lot. Take it and run with it. All right. We got a great show laid on for you. At 4 o'clock today, State Senator Chris Elliott, who went on the record uh, over the weekend, uh, basically saying that uh, Governor Ivey's proposals for um, spending in the uh, special session on the uh, $1 billion of, of federal relief money, that her proposal for spending may not pass, at least not in its original form, uh, that he believes there's more work to be done. And I'm kind of glad to hear that, to be honest, because I, I really prefer to see the legislature act like the legislature. So anyway, State Senator Chris Elliott will be on at 4 o'clock to talk about it. Uh, then I got a triple dipper full of stuff. Hit it, man. The Triple Dipper. Three stories you've got to know. That's right. The Triple Dipper. Three stories, three themes, if you will, that you have got to know as we run today's show. Number one, woke banking woes. That's uh, what's going on. I mean, it's all the rage. I'm watching. It's on both screens right now up on the uh, uh, the wall here of the studio. Woke banking woes, the SVB bank out in California that uh, that died. Second largest bank failure in the history of the United States happened just last Friday. And the taxpayers, it looks like they're going to be bailing it out. We'll talk about why this happened. Part of my monologue and number one of the Triple Dipper, woke banking woes. Y'all stay tuned for that one. And then number two, an unholy alliance. You heard me. There's an unholy alliance brewing in the Middle East right now. Did you hear that China... In the wake of the Biden administration basically having no good foreign policy, China has suddenly assumed the role of being the mediator of Mideast peace. And we now have China brokering a deal between Saudi Arabia and Iran. Huh. Yeah, we'll talk about the unholy alliance as number two at the Triple Dipper. And then number three, I'm just calling it big fat money. Big fat money. I'm talking about fat money. So, yeah, the state is looking at spending a billion dollars this week. And then on top of that, you got counties and cities arguing over their tax dollars. And then you've got things happening like reparation discussions. And I'm thinking, what in God's name? We're just loaded down with big fat money, apparently, when you can do stuff like that. We'll talk about it number three on the Triple Dipper. All right, let me jump over to my comments for the day. And um, it relates to the issue of the uh, the banking crisis. I say crisis. It's we're going to weather this fine, I know. It's still frustrating to watch. But there was a phrase that was first coined during the Clinton era. It's not a good one either. It dates back to our time in Somalia during the time frame encompassed by the infamous Battle of Mogadishu, which we now know as Black Hawk Down. 
in which 18 U.S. service members lost their lives and Alabama's own Mike Durant was taken as a POW for a period of time. The phrase is mission creep. The phrase was used for the first time in a New York Times article in October of 1993 in the aftermath of the battle. The U.S. and the United Nations had initially entered into Operation Restore Hope in the last days of 1992 under the first Bush presidency with an emphasis on humanitarian assistance. But when Clinton took office in early 93, he ceded over much of the military control to the U.N. on June 4th of 93. And the very next day, in what became known as Bloody Monday, Somali militia killed 23 Pakistani peacekeepers. So the U.N. then decided to morph the mission into one that involved attempting to capture those responsible for the deaths of the Pakistani soldiers. We went from supervising the distribution of food and aid to being assigned to work for the U.N., in full-on combat operations. But at the same time, the mission had creeped, but yet the mindset had not. I spoke once with Mike Durant about his experiences in Mogadishu, and I highly recommend his book, by the way. It's amazing to me that aside from the mission changing, that no one in the Clinton administration had any idea of the potential for negative outcomes because of the way they were conducting their policy. No one in the Clinton administration wanted to own the mission. U.S. forces were on the ground, and they did not have adequate air support. They didn't have adequate ground support. They didn't have indirect fire in the form of artillery or mortars. They were on the ground because the UN, the guys in charge, wanted to minimize the military footprint and make it a capture mission as opposed to a killer capture mission. Well, by the time the Battle of Mogadishu was over, an estimated 700 to 1,000 Somali militia were dead. 18 U.S. Army Rangers or Special Operations soldiers were dead, with numerous others wounded. Two days later, another Delta Force operator was killed in a mortar attack. Multiple citations for valor in combat were awarded to include two posthumous medals of honor for Delta operators Gary Gordon and Randy Shugart, who saved Mike Durant's life when his Super 6-4 Black Hawk was shot down. Now, that's a heck of a body count for a humanitarian aid mission, right? Well, you can attribute all of that to mission creep. Now, I'm not so naive as to try and portray what happened in Somalia in 1993 might not have some other explanations. But I also know, too, the best laid plans never survive first contact with the enemy. Sometimes you have to pivot. Sometimes you have to change the dynamics. Sometimes you move the mission. But that's different. That's not mission creep. Mission creep occurs when you have a gradual or incremental expansion of a mission beyond its original or intended scope, a creep that occurs because of lax policies and lazy leadership and outright negligence. Mission creep occurs when, generally speaking, there is some cataclysmic moment that creates a terminal event, something bad that occurs that wakes everyone up and unfortunately also too often results in the loss of life, limb, or property. Now transfer the phrase mission creep to corporate America, and you may have an explanation for the failure late last week of SVB Bank. If you haven't been tracking the news on this story, then just know this. One of the largest bank's failures in the history of the United States occurred late last week as the federal regulators woke up and realized that mission creep had laid hold of SVB Bank and that billions, literally billions, in assets were at risk. Why? Because it appears the leadership of SVB had bought into the idea that their job did not include maximum return for shareholders. SVB did not appear as concerned with its original mission to safeguard assets and ensure adequate capitalization. No, SVP leadership was distracted because they had become entrenched in woke capitalism. They leaned on the mantra that environmental social governance, or ESG, criteria 
carried weight sufficient to make their mission creep away from the safe and reasonable confines of actual banking. SVB, so committed to ESG and its progeny, Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion, or DEI, that it had DEI efforts underway until the very end, but did not have a corporate regulatory compliance officer on its staff for the whole of its last year of existence. How can it be that a major regional bank can have so many red flags, but yet no one at the Fed or the regulatory agencies responsible for ensuring that mission creep does not occur in the banking world, that no one at the Fed or those various agencies caught this early enough in order to stop it? It's a reasonable question. It's one that needs to be asked because now, now in the wake of this debacle, the taxpayers are being asked to foot the burden and to bail out SVB Bank. Perhaps the answer to the real and needed question as to why federal regulators didn't intervene early when the warning signs were obviously there is because those same federal regulators have been pushing the same woke dogma down to the banks like SVB ever since Biden took office. This strange kabuki dance of wokeness is everywhere. And the Biden administration has made no bones about it. Everyone is to get on board. Maximizing shareholder profits, ensuring sound banking, good corporate policies, those take second place, or third, or fourth, in favor of wokeness in the form of ESG and DEI. It is mission creep in the corporate world. And just like in the military settings where the phrase was first coined, mission creep is dangerous. Life limb and property is at risk when there is mission creep, and SVB Bank is living proof of that very fact. We have got to get our corporate world back to its primary missions. We have to realize that command and control in the corporate world means as much in their bottom lines as it does for battlefield commanders who have to bring home all their troops. We cannot just allow neat ideas and lazy leadership and wonky policies to dictate the manner in which corporate America, to include banks, does its business. There is no wisdom in mission creep. This move to wokeness, this ESG and DEI madness, is not vested in wisdom. It is a mission creep that does not reflect the original mission in any way, and it is dangerous, and it can ruin lives. Woke mission creep, that's where we are. Woke mission creep, and it has to stop, and it has to stop now. And that's a wrap for the Right Side Way. Well, I got more on that topic, but yeah, that's, so listen, if you are a bank that is failing, maybe it's not time to have, you know, gay pride activities and send all the women who work for your bank on a special outing to celebrate, you know, the, the, the womanhood month or whatever. I mean, it just, it goes on and on. Where was your compliance officer? Oh, that's right. You didn't have one, but you did have a DEI officer. Well, that makes no sense. All right, folks, we'll talk about it in detail. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio. Y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio, solid conservative and just plain right, making it cool to be a conservative. Uh, before we go any further, I've got to point out to you, uh, Boomer, that uh, Auburn made March Madness. Uh, oh, they just, did. Didn't we well, you know what Alabama just, did too? Oh, I, heard, and, I think I heard something about that. 
March Madness is coming up. It's, it's like the brackets very came soon. out last night. Like, yeah. Like, wow. In fact, I got a text over here. I just realized John from Huntsville says, hey, Phil, Auburn did make March Madness tournament. What? See, he was excited about it, too. Thank you, John. Appreciate you very much. Oh, uh, okay. What if... I, okay, I got an idea. I, I like oh, March Madness. Oh, Lord, it's scary when you get I ideas. Know, I know. I like March Madness. I like doing brackets. I actually I only follow a little bit through the whole season, but March Madness, I'm sure, just like many others, just love March Madness. What if we did a right-side ruffian bracket? What? Yeah. Like get everybody involved, you mean? Yeah, get anybody that wants to jump in on a bracket. So I've only done a bracket involved. like once or twice myself. I've only done fantasy football once or twice. Um I will admit, I did fairly well every time I tried. See, then I don't, you would do I don't want to awesome brag or anything, but there you have it. If if uh, McQueen joins you, just choose him by the colors. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell her you said that. She, she, She's already heard it. She probably already has. Uh, but, <laughs> but it'd be fun. So how would how would we? Okay, all right, all right. Now everybody's intrigued. Everybody out there in ruffian land, listen up. Especially, even doesn't matter if you're a big basketball fan. Here's no, just a thing. So just how, for fun. How would we do this if well, we're gonna get everybody involved? We can't like keep track. We don't have a big enough whiteboard to keep track. <laughs> you don't do stuff. that anymore. It's a, it's all on an app. There there's a March Madness app. Oh, I'm feeling so old right now. <laughs> there's a March Madness app, and so um, I could actually um, figure it out. Put a link on I, our website, and they all they have to do is go click it. And then they fill out, you know, they just choose the teams they want to choose all the way through. And, and all right. So, and they can't go back in and change it as, like, Correct. oh, wait. Once, once the first game starts, the bracket is, is closed locked. So it's and locked, locked out. Yeah. All right. This is not on a gambling site. Oh, no, 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 no gambling. So here. you actually this have, you, you actually have an app. Mm-hmm. Well, so, I don't. It's March, the March Madness. I, I feel app. like the old man going, <laughs> how's that work? Get off my grass. That's what, I, that's what I feel right now. We don't have to do it on a whiteboard. Because the last bracket I did, we had to print it out on the paper copier, you know, at, at work, and everybody had a stubby pencil or a pen, and you wrote in your stuff, <laughs> had to give it to the secretary so you couldn't change it later. Now no, you're now, telling me I can have it just, on my phone. It's just on your phone, and you can check every, after every game to see where you're at in the in the rankings. It's kind of fun. Okay, so so basically what you're telling me is you're going to get all the – if we do this. If we do this. All right. We are not fully sanctioned yet, but if we do this, <laughs> if we do this and we say the March Madness bracket, the right side ruffian March bracket, yeah. March Madness bracket, that people can just download the app to their phone, do their own, and, and we're going to have a group. You're going to set up a group that they all jump in on. That's and, right. Oh, really? Yes. So the so Boomer will set it up. Yeah. And everybody can who wants to participate downloads the app. Downloads the app and, and then clicks and we may my have, link we and may have good to go. Just me and you in it, or it we may, may, or we may have three thousand people for yeah, all we know. It may, it may just be you and I. May, maybe Alicia in there well, too. That's the case. I'm going to win. Uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about I that. I feel a box of maple bacon donuts <laughs> coming up. All right. So, the, all right. If if we do get a lot of people, we would have to get a prize. I say, if we get very few people, we get a prize. Uh, if it's just you and I, we could do the maple bacon donuts. Absolutely. But so okay. So so bottom line is, uh, if we do this, we got to have some prizes. Yes. All right. I know we have new T-shirts coming. We do have new T-shirts coming. All right. They'll so be here we, soon. So new T-shirts will be here shortly. These are the ones we ordered. Some that just flat out say "Right Side Ruffian" on oh, them. Oh yeah, Right Side Ruffian. Don't they have it. kind of a, almost like a military look to them? It's the military green with black. Right. It's gonna. They're gonna. See, many of you don't know that in one of Boomer's many lives, he 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 had a T-shirt business. And yes. So he knows all about this stuff. Yes. So I don't. I don't even. I don't even question. I just say, get her done, and he's he's he gets it done. 
All right, so the new T-shirts are going to be here soon, so we can definitely make we can throw some we can throw some swag in on T-shirts. We could, and I think we may need to find some more swag and build up a little uh, a little uh, little party basket. But here's okay. All right, we got a problem though. I, I got a question. What's that? I mean, what happens if we have three thousand people doing it and and twelve hundred of them pick the same bracket and oh. we have twelve hundred winners? Well, there we is can't give a out tie. T-shirts. <laughs> there is a tiebreaker on the app. So once you pick all your teams. And then the uh, the final championship game, after you pick who's both there and the winner, you actually have to pick the score as well. So oh. so then it really it it's very. I'm so then it weeds it down from twelve hundred to seven hundred. Because everybody picked the same score. But it also is a point is point per people that win. Like whatever game. All right, and can we see it? Can, yes. can we sit on the on the on the air on the show? Oh, we can see it. And and you can say so far. You know, we still have X number of people in the bracket that yes. are still going. Okay, I'm liking this. I, it would be a lot of fun. And again, if it's just you and I, I'd be like, hey, I'm winning right now. Yeah. <laughs> have you realized that for the last five minutes, you and I just sat here like spitballing out loud about how to do a March Madness bracket? Oh, my goodness. I, this I is mean, best, I enjoy that. I this love is the best it. job right. in the world. It's okay. awesome. <laughs> so, all, right. all right, so uh, I, I hereby announce – that by tomorrow, Boomer, can you have it ready tomorrow? Can I can have, have it ready tomorrow. All right. So that by tomorrow, we will come on the air, and the Boom Shakalaka will announce the means by which you will join the right side ruffian bracket. Yes. And you will have from tomorrow afternoon until when will they lock it? Thursday uh, first it, game? Uh, it'll be locked on the, the beginning of the first so, game. So jump ball first game, we're locked in. That's right. All right. Um, okay. That's going to be fun. Okay. I'm excited. All these, all the ruffians should join in. Now I got to study. Even I, if you don't even enjoy I, basketball, it's I have just not even be fun. Been paying a bit of attention. So now I got to go back and review and figure things out. You're going to get pulled not, in, not, in, not be the radio show host who got dropped out on the first day. And I totally uh, went off. We totally went off on the ruffian or March Madness rant. We did. I know. And now we're about to go to break in probably like 20 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> All right. No worries. All right. So tomorrow, folks, we're going to come on the show. And probably during the same portion of the show, after I finish my monologue, the Boomer will have the information on the app. You can download the name of the bracket so you can get in it. Pick your teams. We'll lock it in by a certain time. And then we will have prizes. Prizes, I tell you. Prizes. Prizes. We'll have right side swag as we get down to the end of March Madness. I like it. I like Ah, it a lot. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio, and Boomer, the app man. We'll be right back.